live from her brand new house and also my apartment which had a rat recently. It's just meaningful plastic. <laughs> You're not the hosts and judges, Katie Clay Nava and Chris Stockham Goodman. Chris, welcome back to Just Meaningful Plastic, a Dancing with the Stars retrospective podcast. Um, a rat, you say? Oh, yeah. Happy Easter. (laughs) (laughs) My friend came over because we were going to go to Easter brunch, and he just saw me, like, sitting on the steps being like, we have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) My God. But has the problem been... Pits? Oh yeah, no, like there have been pest people, they've okay. like my maintenance people have come and like cover holes that. and things. It's just it's been a it's it's been a real experience. So now the only rat in the apartment is you. Boom! Got him. Correct. <laughs> Not even a got me, it's just like, yep. Yep. We're speaking facts now. Well, Chris, enough about rats. Let's talk about Dancing with the Stars. Well, don't we? We are racing towards the semifinal. Not a rat in sight. The only the only rat that I smell is the fact that Nicole still hasn't talked about her inability to count. Yeah, how are we feeling? Because there is a rough package. Oh, Katie, I will talk. I like, will talk about dare, what happened. Dare I? S- <laughs> because dare I have I a theory. Not that emotional of a package. <laughs> I have a theory. I'm not going to say that I was wrong this whole time. I'm not going to say. Uh, yeah, that. no, you would never admit that, right? But if I was going to say something, I would say that maybe I have conflated. A small happening and combined it with two different things and turned it into. I just can't count to eight. <laughs> that might have happened. We'll find out. We'll find out when we get there. <laughs> um, any other friendly banter you want to do? I mean, I know usually we do like twenty minutes of unfiltered rambling, but girls got a right. heart out. <laughs> well, do you want to? Sh- Share your exciting news with the people of the pod. Well, considering that uh, we no longer... Usually we record these episodes like two weeks in advance uh, and all those sorts of things. And because this one is, you know, we've been been having a time of things. So for the end of the season, I mean, we're recording a couple days before... It's going to go up. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think I'm personally ready for that. I want to be able to share with people that instead of like telling them on the pod. So just know That's there might, That's so there might be fair. exciting official news coming later. If you're one of Chris's nearest and dearest, maybe you're going to be getting an exciting phone call sometime soon. Who's to say? Who is to say? And it's not really that like exciting or like, oh. It's a life-changing event. It's the most dramatic season ever. Like, it's not that. (laughs) I'm no Chris Harrison. Um, do you want to know what I have been watching lately? I've gotten sucked right back in. Grey's Anatomy, Chris. And I was just... I was just watching Meredith rebounding after the drowning incident. And, like, my God... These old seasons just slap so hard. Yes, they do. Like, I love Grey's Anatomy. I may be, like, a season behind at this point, but, like, I still love it. And I will Mm -hmm. be catching up eventually. But, like, the old seasons were so good. I think season two might be one of, like, the great seasons of television. Bar none. Like, that's not a question. Like... Season two of Grey's Anatomy has two of the great episodes produced for television in this era. Mm-hmm. Can you name what they are? I couldn't tell you the title episode. Well, you but can I'm tell guessing... me like what happens. So the bomb episode. Yes. And then, God, what would the second one be? It's probably the best episode of Grey's Anatomy of all. Um, the finale. A great choice. 
That is incorrect. The correct answer is into you like a train. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Where yeah. you have, like, pick the, the aftermath of pick me, choose me, love me. Meredith yep. is drunk at the hospital, so there's hijinks. But there's yep. the train crash. And then you get the heartbreaking ending where they were like, only trying to save one of the people who has the bar inside them. And I now sober know. Meredith is just like, why is nobody going to save her? Because she knows she's that person. Ugh. But she... She wanted you to know if love was enough. Katie, I... Not me being way too tired and therefore emotional, and I know I really said I wasn't talking about this, but I'm, like, very heavily implying what's being talked about here. No, 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 um, no, no, no! Pin um, it! Pin it! No, Put no, pin no, in no, it. no. Meredith Grey, as a fictional character, yeah. <laughs> means more to me than, like, any any characters like yeah. Meredith Grey has always mattered so much to me because I like see so much of myself in Meredith Grey right. and like things that eventually happen I'm just like I see myself mirrored in Meredith Grey right you so also have had to talk a gunman down as your best friend is operating on your husband I know you've experienced that but what I was going to say is, it, it always mattered to me, and why I was so betrayed and stopped watching Grey's Anatomy after Patrick Dempsey left. Mm -hmm. um, and then eventually, obviously, I came back. But, um, but I was like, I will never watch again since they did this thing, because Meredith has gone through so much, and she was dark and twisty. Yeah. Uh, and still, like, found a way to, like, come through that and, yeah. and have something good. And, I mean, I've always kind of, like, sort of felt just like, you know, whatever. And now, like, here we are. Here we are. Here we are. And he's so good. Niecy Nash. <laughs> I'm so sad we're saying goodbye to her, even though, like, it's not wrong. Yeah, even though it's, like deserved i am so sad that we're saying goodbye to her i'm sad we're saying goodbye to her like in this fashion as well because i like her um week eight packages are not exceptionally funny they're not exceptionally niecey but i i think they're i think they're good she remains like a, a fun contestant enjoyable you're right that yeah. It's not the biggest, kind of most exciting end for her. Mm hmm But, but I liked it. But we love her, you know? But we love her. We love her. Uh, did you love her Viennese waltz? Towards the end, I did. Um, I thought it didn't start off super strong. Um, her throwaway arm was, a, like, just kind of weak and rigid at the beginning. And so that was disappointing. But, you know, all in all, I thought they had great body contact. I thought that her, like, they did a lot to it. Like, it was a ton of footwork and very content heavy. And they really, like, moved all the way across the floor. So I liked that aspect of it. And I think as it went along, it got better and more fluid. But I didn't love it, per se. Uh, I agree. Mm -hmm. I, you're absolutely mm -hmm. right about the arm. That sometimes it was just, like, flinging around. And for me, mm -hmm. I didn't think there was quite enough spinning while in hold. Mm -hmm. Like, it didn't really feel like there was that for the Viennese. But I thought it was nice. It was charming. I've really enjoyed yeah. watching her dance. Obviously, she gets to dance one more time. But, it, like, mm -hmm. I just thought about how I'll miss her. I know. I know. This dance scores uh, 23 out of 30. 7 from Carrie Ann, 8 from The Gentlemen. And for her final dance, unfortunately, they they commit to an eras round again, and she right. nineties pasa doble, which does not work. No, and like, what was exceptionally nineties about it? Like, I wasn't really getting nineties vibe. 
okay, I don't think the arrows worked super well in this season. Um, and so, like, for this one, I was just like, well, what's even, like, 90s about what we're seeing? I mean, it was basically just the music. Yeah. And that didn't work for a Paso I... because, like, it, it was a weird messing about opening. It wasn't fierce enough, like, no. it just was. Her Spanish lines were not really correct. Like, it, I just, I felt nothing from it, in all honesty. Mm-hmm. The judges didn't disagree. She scored 27-6-7 for a total of 43 out of 60. I mean, she was very clearly the lowest scorer. And she went home. She was never the best. She Yeah, she was never the best. But, like, I really love her personality. I liked watching her and Louie. I think it was a good... I don't, I don't know if this, like, obviously this isn't the point of the contestant, but, like, it was interesting to see a different side to Louie, where he wasn't necessarily taskmaster all the time with her. He, she was always able to disarm him. And I just enjoyed them. I enjoyed the work that they put out there. Was it always the best and the brightest? No. But you were always entertained. Mm-hmm. It, like, that's what I was getting at. She's not, she was never the best dancer in a season that had clear, like top dancers, but she was a delight Mm -hmm. from wire to wire. Mm -hmm. I always really liked watching her dance. I loved her packages. She was a great contestant. She was, she absolutely was. RIP in the most piece. Yeah. I have a feeling We will hear from Niecy Nash again. Because she might be the funniest comedian ever, according to Katie Clay on Just Meaningful Plastic. Quote it. I hope she starts putting that on, like, her tour posters. Yeah. (laughs) The greatest comedian of our generation, Katie Clay. Not a critic. (laughs) No, we have a podcast. Not a critic podcast. They don't know that. Well, I guess we are critiquing dances. And we've had things to say about her. <laughs> well, let's have things to say about the fellow member of the bottom two in week eight. Uh, and eventually the contestant going home in the semifinals. It is Chad Ochocinco and Cheryl Burke. Mm-hmm. They lead week eight off uh, with Mm -hmm. a tango. We saw him do an Argentine tango two weeks before. So why are we seeing him do a tango now? True that. How did you feel about the red shirt he was wearing? It's fine. I wasn't a fan. I I didn't make any specific notes on it because there's a red shirt. Okay. I just felt like, especially because the Argentine was kind of his, like, breakout dance, like, this tango just didn't do it for me. Mm -hmm. I thought his movements were muddled. I didn't think things were popping and hitting the way you kind of want them to. His knees were really bent. And it, it just, I think Len really summarized it well. When he said that, like, when you learn two dances, you don't have time to polish and to refine your dance. And this needed polish and refinement. Yeah, the problem is we just know he can do better. Yeah, because we saw it two weeks ago. Yeah. (laughs) And that's kind of it. (laughs) Yeah. Everything you said was true. Like, it was fine, but it lacked a real, like, flair to it. It gets all sevens for 21 deserved yeah and then he gets to do a 60s jive which is timing wise feels like it should be right um Mm -hmm. but i didn't like this as much as the judges did for me like where was the light footwork why was he so heavy foot i didn't expect that from him Where were the kicks and flicks, Chris? It's a jive. It's a GD jive. Mm -hmm. Where was any of the energy in the feet? I didn't see it. Mm -hmm. 
I will say from a performance standpoint, I thought it looked like he was having more fun and he was performing even more in like a non-serious dance than he has before. So I'll I'll spot him that. Yeah. But this performance dance... cannot elevate uh, yeah, right. that dance right. enough for me. Same. Right. Like I, I was at least like, well, here's the positive, but it was so heavy in the feet. Mm-hmm. This dance highlighted to me what a gap there is between, like, Nisi and Chad in four and five, and then the top three. I know. I know. Especially in, like, the finale. Or, yeah, no, in the semifinal, like, explicitly, where you were just like, oh, good lord. Yeah. There is a gap. Yeah. Uh, this gets all eights for 24. He scores 45 out of 60. Uh, in the quarterfinals. In the semifinals, when he will go home, uh, he leads off with a waltz. And he has a continuing heaviness, but there mm-hmm. is there is grace in his movements. Mm-hmm. And I think that Cheryl... Cheryl just taught him really well. Because you yeah. have seen him improve. You have seen him grow. And it surprises me that I've, like, come to like him. hmm You know? I'm I'm still kind of meh on him, where it's just, like, he just doesn't really do it for me. Like, especially their last couple of packages have just been kind of, like, tense. Like, this, his first waltz package especially, I was like, this is a, like, this is an intense, I feel a little off-put package. I thought his dance was a little bit Cheryl heavy and that she was doing a lot of the heavy lifting, which I get why she would want to do that. You know, she is the professional. Um, It it was a perfectly fine waltz. You know how I am. You know how much I love them. It did not wow me. It did not, like, it didn't move me. It was fine. I do think... His frame was really good, and I do think he had a good lightness to him, but it just, it wasn't my my jam, you know? I mean, I, I can't disagree with anything you said. On it feeling Cheryl heavy, I do think her gorgeous dress that moved so well. Drew your eye. Like, yeah, I, I couldn't stop watching her. Um, yeah. Also, did I show... The boy Diana. <laughs> yeah, you did. Did I talk about it on the pod last time? I feel like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't listen to us that much. <laughs> well, either way, showed him Diana, and he was very into Pretty Pretty Girl. <laughs> As he should be. Does it make you mad that I still haven't watched it? Yes. Okay. It makes me think about ending this podcast right now. Well, too bad. Not just, like, the episode, like, the podcast. No, well, you called me on whatever night, Friday night, and you said that we're not ending the podcast until we get to Eminem 2.0, so. I I did do that. (laughs) I was having feelings. Yeah. There's good... There's great. And there's Sasha there's Colby. There's Chad Ochocinco. <laughs> um, and I, uh, two caveats, since you said you've, like, never gotten on board with Chad, mm-hmm. per se. It's not like I like him a lot, or, like, compared to other people. I will, I've just, I didn't expect to ever get, like, on board. Right. Right. That's what, you're not big on the football players, so this mm-hmm. was, um, this was not a progression that we all had on our bingo cards. Right. That I was like, you know what? I like watching him dance. I didn't yeah. expect that. Mm-hmm. I don't hate all the football players. Sometimes when they're really hot, I love them. So Chad's Waltz scores a 27 straight nines for his second dance of the evening. He does a samba. 
I liked the second dance packages where it just kind mm-hmm. of like highlighted their life essentially. And I liked doing that here and not necessarily in the finale. I think yes. it was kind of nice to get the family involved. It was nice to have it be this whole like, you know, it the touch touching tributes were nice. Yeah. And uh, seeing Chad's journey, he's gone through so much. I mean, obviously after the show, he's going to go through more more. and he's going to pause more um Mm -hmm. uh, but it like he seems aware of the fact that his life had been troubled his Mm -hmm. life is troubled he is the cause of some of his troubles Mm -hmm. and i i don't know it was just so interesting to listen to him talk about that Mm -hmm. and i really liked it um i'm glad he's here he is not belonging in the finale and this samba points out why um okay but i i would argue i think he does a good job of capturing some of the like samba rhythm and some of the samba like personification if you will of it like i think he did that he captured the essence of it okay but I don't think the dance was that great. But I feel like it's important to point out that distinction because it can be really difficult to get the rhythm and the flow of a samba. And I do think he had that. I just don't think he did it well. Like, the actual dance. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see a lot of hips. It, it just... Mm-hmm. There were such good moments and then there's really not. It, like, it was just so much fits and starts. It was a strange note for me for him at the end. Well, his solo was, like, a joke. I have absolutely no idea what that was supposed to be. I have no idea. Like, I I can't imagine that Cheryl choreographed that and was like, oh, yeah, that looks so good. Like, I don't know what happened at the end there, but it was not good. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) this dance is overscored. Uh, It gets a 25, 8, 8, 9. Mm-hmm. I would have been happy with, like, a 23. Uh, but that gives him a <laughs> uh, 52 out of 60. A clear last place. And he yeah. does go home. And I think we've said everything that needs to be said about Chad Ochocinco. Yep. And then there were three. And as God intended, in the words of Katie Clay, we are going to do reverse alphabetical order for our final three contestants. Amen, brother. So we are going to begin where I have to talk about, I immediately now have to talk about the package. Before we talk about it, before we talk about it, I want to ask you, because we're, we're looking the finale in the face, we've got our top three. How are we feeling about them? How are we, because I would argue that this race has... The makings of a season eight mm-hmm. finale. And like, I, I don't I, feel like this ever gets hyped up in the same way. I know, because this is like a tight race with three great contestants who have earned their spot. And it does. I mean, ugh, it's so hard because it, to some extent, it's clear who the winner should be. Mm-hmm. But then in the other, there is this feeling of, like, it could be anyone. It could yes. be any of the yes. three. Yeah. Katie, I love it. I love it so much. I think this is such a good semifinal, and I'm so excited for the finale with the three of them. Same. So let's kick it off. Nicole Scherzinger. Okay. And week eight is doing a foxtrot first. Chris, we have a slightly tense package. Okay, so here's what I think happened. Yeah. So we definitely had uh, the earlier moment where she talks about counting. Right. And then we doesn't say anything about not being able to count to eight, correct? Correct. Just us just talking about struggling to get the timing of it. Yes. Right. And not understanding the counts. And then there is this one. Not under not understanding what? The the, the like well, understanding like the counts of the rhythm. Right. 
And then there's this one where she basically has a breakdown because she's like, obviously people expect me to be really good at this because I am a dancer. And it's so hard that like people don't understand if they're if they haven't been here that like that's not how it works but it's so difficult and i just need to be perfect and it's not right now but i am a dancer and i it, like that's essentially what this package is like uh i have dance experience and i am a good dancer and i am struggling with this one dance and woe is me so so what I want to kind of just point out, though, with what you're saying is, is the word that stuck out to me is that she said, everyone thinks it comes naturally, mm-hmm. and it doesn't. And I think that is an important distinction to make here, because I she's I don't think she's necessarily saying it's so hard for me, but I think she she's just saying, like, cut me some slack. It does not come naturally. I am working hard here. No, and I'm not saying she's not working hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying this is like... You're spinning. You're spinning it. I get it. I get it. This is especially when we get... We start getting people who do have dance experience... Right. ...more than what we've had before. Right. And it's like, okay, well, of course they're good. And of course they're going to, like, make it to the finale. Or... Mm -hmm. I mean, they might get shockingly eliminated, but, like, mm-hmm. they're immediately getting great scores. They're this, they're that. And so, yes, I think I do probably unfairly make fun of her that I mm-hmm. conflated that moment and the, like, she's pressuring herself so hard that she's like, it has to be good because I yeah. am a dancer and it's yeah. not good enough right now. And I maybe combined the two. But I think the point still stands that, like, I understand what you're saying as well. Like, the, it does take hard work, even if you are good at something. It, like, it, it takes hard work to be great at it. Right, And that's, right. that's happening for her. But it just feels so, like, Nicole is crying about the fact that, like... She's not getting a perfect dance perfectly. Yeah. Nicole is crying about the fact she can't count to eight. You know? (laughs) I'm not saying that's... I'm not saying I'm right. But I'm saying, like, do you see where I kind of, like, over time, enough time passed that I just, like, combined a couple things? Well, of course. Of course. A perfect storm. I get it. Your feelings of Derek influenced it. But, like, yes, yes, they did. part of... Yeah, can any part of me be like, oh, yeah, after watching the season, I know the exact moment Chris is talking about? No, I can't, because unfortunately, it doesn't exist. (laughs) I mean, neither can I. I want to make it clear (laughs) that I agree. I'm like, well, it didn't happen. (laughs) What if it happens in the finale? What if there's a moment in the finale? I am going to genuinely not show up to the recording session. (laughs) log in and it's just a blank screen the whole time it's a blank screen you talk you record done god i really hope she can come to eight that's all i'm saying (laughs) okay but the foxtrot how did the foxtrot feel i mean i thought it was cute she's so good but like there's ever so much messing about even though the whole thing works and Derek is just going way too hard gene kelly yeah. But I, I, it, okay. <sighs> are you, are you about to be like, oh, the Michael Buble of it all just brought it all together? And... <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> um, it feels like it's anyone's game. However, mm-hmm. Nicole is so good she's she a professional is, she is a prof- she's a professional dancer and so like was it a bit too gene kelly yeah but like i don't care because i i'm just happy i get to watch that caliber of performance that's how i felt at least 
Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I agree. When I say it was to Gene Kelly, I mean Derek's specific performance, and he was going, like, over the top. Okay. Yeah. Her frame is incredible. She has such a lightness to her movements. Mm -hmm. She goes out there and performs. Like, they were really going, you know, to sell us story there were great jazzy moments to it it was just a fun performance it felt like something i could see on broadway Mm -hmm. yeah i really like she's just so good she's so good Mm -hmm. len gives it a nine so it gets a 29 out of 30 len also calls out the band says it was really well sung Mm -hmm. len loves talking about harold wheeler's orchestra I know, I love it. I love his commitment. Len does critique that the body contact in hold was a little spotty at times, and Derek looked a little surprised at that, but I will be honest, Len was 100% right. Y'all know I I look at that body contact. Yeah, you want them to contact bodies. Yeah, I do. And then the 50s Paso. Here is the thing. You know how I was just criticizing the fact that, like, she's a professional dancer? Yeah. She is a great winner. She is peaking at the right time. I like her so much. Yeah. I mean, I love watching her dance. She controls her body. She just gets into character. She, like, what she does... She does everything that I look for so well. It's it's incredible getting to watch her dance. And like, you know, you're watching the episode and you're like, oh, this is fun. This is fun. Oh, this is a masterpiece. This is fun. This is fun. This is fun. Like, it's, she is in a world of her own. Yeah. She's incredible. The puzzle is just good. It's sharp. It is so sharp. It is so aggressive. They just attack it. Like, it is such a good possibility. The way she kicks. Like, it's it's so good. It's Mm -hmm. a 30, obviously. It It felt fast, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not my favorite pasta doble. Nothing could ever be. No, but it's good. But it's great. No. Len literally says there's nothing to critique about it. Like, that's how good it is. I love the fake out he does, too. <laughs> I know. Uh, um, so, in the semifinals, they begin with an Argentine tango. And good news, we have a storyline about how Derek is injured. Right. And I don't care. I, like, didn't care, but, like, there was a humanizing moment when he is like, I'll dance. I'll, I'll, I'll dance. I have to dance. And, like, it just genuinely, like, his tone, everything about it, like, you could tell, like, it, it was it was nice to see. Yeah. It was no, nice to see. I get it. it. Like basically, okay, I realize it sounded so mean when I said I don't care about his injury. Because mm-hmm. like I do. But my thing is it's the semifinals and the story. Yeah, I don't want to be Derek. talking about Derek. Yeah. I know, I totally get that. I completely yeah. understand. Yeah. That's my problem. Yeah. And like obviously it has to be addressed because that was a big part of their week. Right. But I'm still like, I don't want it to be about Derek. No, I don't want to. Like, that's fine. Tell me he's injured. The end. Like, we don't need yeah. to have it be brought up every five because, seconds. Because, like, it's also not really about Nicole. Right. But, like, some of the other contestants, yes, their partner is an important part of their package in the semifinals. But it's about them as a duo. And right. the Derek injury is just really about Derek, and we Derek. don't really have Nicole talking about, oh, it's really hard that I'm, like, learning things on my own. Or, like, what's happening? No, it's just Derek is injured. Mm-hmm. Um, for this Argentine, 
It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. It's incredible. There's an opening move where her, like, 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 she's, like, wrapped around Derek as he's walking down the stairs. And it is the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, they're so in sync in style. Oh. oh. Like, like, her legs have such panache, such control. Oh, yeah. Like, she has been great in the past couple weeks. The passion between them, the connection between them, her legs, her like placements, they are so, so good. Just everything, like every movement, like the precision and control that she has over her body and that she makes it look good is insane. Mm-hmm. It's obviously a 30. I mean, yep. Katie, you're so good at describing this. <laughs> Thanks. Um, the cha-cha is a very princely cha-cha. Mm-hmm. And can I just ask you a question? Mm-hmm. You're one week out from doing a freestyle. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing a solo in the middle of a cha-cha that is not anything to do with a cha-cha? I have absolutely no idea, Chris. Like... You're going to del- get to deliver this next week. Right. Give me the cha-cha. Like, the whole dance is not particularly traditional. There's not a lot of cha-cha in it for me. No, I genuinely, like, I had written down, this isn't feeling like a cha-cha. And then I had to write, oh, well, now they're doing traditional cha-cha moves. So I, like, I feel dumb for just writing this. But, like, they sprinkled them in. It was a 85% non-cha-cha dance. And then they would sprinkle in just a little bit of moves just so I could be like, oh, no, it is a cha-cha. But, like, but it wasn't. But it wasn't. Like, it was a beautiful dance. I enjoyed it. She looked great, obviously. She's so skilled. Yeah, like, but was it a cha-cha? No. No. Did any part of her solo when she was dancing with the chair feel like a cha-cha? Absolutely not. She wasn't moving. She was just sticking her leg up behind the chair. Okay, cool. We get it. We've probably seen that in a Pussycat Dolls music video. I don't really know why we're doing this right now. Mm Mm-hmm. I also hated that she was lip-syncing almost the whole time. Yeah. I hate that, but I loved her flared bell-bottom pants. I know. That got to highlight her feet. I loved that. But yeah, this did not work for me, even though, like, she's so skilled. It was, like, fine. Like, was it a cool dance? Sure. But, like, was it a good cha-cha? No. No. (laughs) It scores a 29. Guess who gives it the 9? So she gets 59. (laughs) Next up is the homosexual. And guess what? He is going to have the most romantic waltz that the show has ever seen. I loved in the package that Evan was talking about, like, sometimes I come off as cold. And I was like, really? No. No. Never see it. Anna calls him cold. Pot meat kettle. Like, for the love of God, Anna, you're going to call him cold? Well, no. Anna is not cold. Anna is fiery. Anna is ice cold. I guess, okay, that's fair. A warmth to her whatsoever. Is she fiery? A hundo P. Is she warm? Absolutely not. not. Yeah, Evan, you just come off as cold. I was like, I would hold a mirror up so quick if I was him. But she doesn't come off cold when she's dancing. No. And she, okay, I saw her in the background after Aaron is back in the Celebraquarium with Brooke. And I literally gasped, Anna looks incredible in this in this dance her hair is so like beautifully curled and light the blue dress like she looks the really light makeup look to her oh my god is Anna Trubinskaya one of the most gorgeous human beings on the planet maybe so as for the waltz and not just Anna and what song do they dance to it's our song, Chris. I did think that as soon as it played. Yep. Um, okay. 
Here's my hot take. I loved the hold. Oh, yeah. You talk first, because then I'm going to give you a hot take. Am I going to like this hot take or no? Should I go first? I'm going to have you go first, because I don't know if it's a good or a bad hot take. I loved the hold that they had. I was like, she had her head on his chest, and I just absolutely loved it. It was intimate. It was sweet. Um, They had great rise and fall, a strong frame, good body contact. Y'all know I was looking for that. I thought he did a good job of being a leading man. It didn't look like Anna was the one doing the leading. It felt like he was out there, you know, pushing them along. I don't always get a ton of connection between the two of them, but it's a great dance. It was sweet. It was lovely. It almost had an angelic feel to it. I was here for it. He, like, it's a great dance for him, and he he meets it. Yes. Uh, so here is my hot take. Mm-hmm. I just don't get a wow factor from his dances. Right. He dances really well. There's not the wow. And I thought I was coming in because I remember being so into him the first time I watched these. Mm-hmm. And I just don't love him the way I thought I was going to. Is it because someone else has taken your heart? No. I thought I was going to love Evan Lysacek. I thought he was going to be a dancer for me. Yeah. And ironically, I'm left cold. (laughs) How dare you? I think what's interesting with Evan is he really is a good ballroom dancer. Mm-hmm. He is not, he hasn't gotten Latin down and it, you can't win unless you're good at both. Unless you're, oh God, what was her name? Kelly, what's her last name? All I can think is Kelly Rippa. It's not Kelly Rippa. Kelly. But but Katie, she's your girl. You I know. Love her. I know. Kelly. Not Osborne. <laughs> Kelly. Monaco. 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 Kelly Monaco. Kelly Monaco. Unless you're her, because she was only a Latin dancer, not really a ballroom dancer. Yeah. Point made. <laughs> yeah, I just... And, like, I love the technicians. I don't... For some reason, it's just not working for me. Yeah. So that's All Nines 27. And then they do a futuristic cha-cha, which had just bizarre makeup on him. Smokey was out in too much force at the beginning, so, like, due to the lights, you couldn't even see what they were doing. Right. Um, um, it's, if we were saying that a previous dance was, like, not a cha-cha, good news, neither is this one. It's like, okay, for what they were doing, it was impressive, because every movement was sharp, and, like, was it smart to say we're from the future we're robots you don't need to worry about your hips sure that was genius i get it anna i get why you did that but like was it a cha-cha absolutely not in no world would i ever call it that no like it's precise but it was not aladdin dance no um so, I mean, it was cool, but uh, I think that's all we have to say about that one. Yeah, basically. Um, that's all that can be said. Nine eight nine twenty six. He is 53 out of 60. Uh, I will say, in week eight, Evan talks a lot about uh, Anna's eyes. And yeah. would you also get lost in Anna's eyes? Because I so would. I so would. I so would. They're like piercing, yet understanding and beautiful, you know? Mm -hmm. In the semifinals, Evan leads uh, his first two dances with a foxtrot. It's a little, it's a little bit orchestrated enthusiasm. 
Like, it doesn't feel legitimate. It feels like faked fun. But he was so into it. I was so into it. I thought it was so charming. Anna killed it. I mean... I loved it. The whole thing was great. It's in... It's... He is such a good ballroom dancer. It is unreal. It, it it was fun. It was good. He's so fluid in his mo- his movements. He seemed really to match Anna really well. It felt like he was really performing. He was extending. I thought he looked like he was having fun. It was everything I want in a in a foxtrot. Mm-hmm. It's it's style and substance. Yep. This scores a twenty nine ten nine ten. And then they dance a pasta doble. You know how we were just talking about one of the great pasta doubles on the show? Yeah. This might be my second ever favorite pasta doble. It's so good. It's so good. Talk about it. Tell me why, Chris. He makes incredible lines. He mm-hmm. does a great cape work solo. Mm-hmm. It's so the choreography Anna gave him is so athletic, which yes. suits him so well. I mean, he is leaping. He is posing. He is like, it's just so good. It's so good. He's got the Spanish lines down. He mm-hmm. looks right. And he talks about being shy and like we have said his personality is just genuinely amazing and hilarious and like at, like the dance center they make fun of how like when he's excited how monotone he is like everything about him just does not scream like fiery and passionate but he went out there and like he was attacking he was fiery and passionate out there i was so impressed that he could give me this it's the second best Paso ever performed on the show. Yeah. Yeah. I really loved in the package that moment where he was like, we've done it five times today. We need to do it ten. I just, I really liked that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but it struck me. It's, he's committed, you know? He's very yeah. committed to the show. Yeah. This Paso Doble obviously is a 30 uh, so he is 59 out of 60, tied at the top in the semifinals with Nicole. Finally, I have another hot take about our last finalist, Aaron Andrews. Mm-hmm. I know it's Nicole. I know it's Nicole. But I am rooting for Aaron Andrews. But could you imagine a world in which it's Aaron? Yes. Like, the problem is, if Aaron wins, that denies us the Marilyn Max Exactly. Exactly. Okay. For the record, it was past a certain time of night when I called you. Mm -hmm. Actually, not even that much, because I, like, it was, it was, like, a minute past a certain time of night. Right. Um, and... I had just seen the drag race finale. And I mean, right. the whole season was a coronation. Like, at least mm-hmm. season 10, you can't say it is Nicole wire to wire. Like, Christy Yamaguchi, wire to wire, it's a coronation. Mm-hmm. But, like, Meryl is the real court. Like, that season is a coronation. And that's what this season of drag race was. Yeah. One contestant was announced. And it was like, oh my god, it's finally her. Because as she says, she's every drag queen's favorite drag queen. Like, mm-hmm. she is an icon. And so as soon as she came on, it was like, she has to win, right? As long as she, like, right. doesn't disappoint, she has to win, right? And it was a coronation the whole time. And all I could think was, there's good, there's great, there's Sasha Colby. There's good, there's great, there's Meryl. Ugh. Yep. Anyway, Aaron, I love her. I Daddy, love her so I love much. Her. I love her so much. And it's like, I just, I can't believe I didn't know about this. Like, I can't believe everyone kept it a secret from me, how wonderful and fantastic she is. I can't believe I let people talk trash about her as a co-host of the show. Who would ever do that? Absolutely- Who ever would have done that? <laughs> 
She is absolutely incredible. She is America's sweetheart. She is my idol. I love her, Daddy. The way she pushes back on Max is so funny. It is so funny watching them interact. I love her so much, Chris. She is a goddamn delight. She is. She is. She just screams. She just screams when she's doing things. And I love it. I love everything about her. Since you called her an American Idol, I, I saw it from Justin to Kelly for the first time. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's certainly a movie that exists. It's certainly a movie that exists. I remember watching it, like, way back in the day on ABC like, as a kid. And I think I generally... In- found things to enjoy about it i mean there are things to enjoy it's one of the most incomprehensible movies in so many ways yeah but it does feature a tony winner in the cast so consider that um okay this argentine tango aaron's legs so good the, when, so... when she launches off that stage and leaps into his arms, I gasped the way she flings herself. Flings? And then she does, like, a split almost and, like, lands on his shoulder and then does this back bend down. Oh, my God. And what I love about Max's choreography in this Argentine is that moment comes pretty early. And that, yeah. of course, gets the crowd riled up. Right. And then Max puts in good ebbs and flows to the choreography that it kind of, like, gives you a chance to take in what's happening before the next, like, big moment. Yep. It's so they, well done. They look so good together. Great connection. The way she can move her body is absolutely incredible. My one critique, at times, I felt like her posture and her frame got a little hunched. But holy hell, she is so good. She is so good. Yeah, I, I, just, I just loved the sex on her face. Yep. It was, I, I thought this was better than the score. And Len gives it a 10. It gets a 28. I can't believe it didn't get straight 10s, to be honest. I know. I know. Then Aaron dances a rumba. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my, my disappointment here is, it, like, it's well danced. Mm-hmm. It's pretty simple. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, I'm not going to complain about that. What I... What I don't like is that there just wasn't enough steam in it. Like, she and Max are good together. Yeah. But it wasn't... It was just a little disconnected. It's so interesting because all of her dances really require such a trust in Max. And just, like, the things that they do require such a good connection. And that you really have to give your all to your partner but every one of her packages screams i don't trust nor like max so it's interesting that then they can go out there and do this um no i think they do like each other no they do they totally do um it was an enjoyable rumba which is a huge compliment for me. I thought at times she felt a little sharp and her hips were just okay Mm mm-hmm Max is really mad at the judges on this one. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't even know what he's saying at one point, but like, he's like, something is, it's, it's just, it's awkward. He's pushing back. Yeah. He's pushing back. Uh, The judges scored a 25, 8, 8, 9 for a 53 out of 60 on the week. And then in their semifinals, they begin with a Viennese waltz in Mm -hmm. pants. The minute I saw her dress, I was like... It's not a dress, it's pants. No, I know. And I was like, I think that's a pantsuit, but I don't want to get my hopes up. (laughs) Because all I could think is, this would be incredible if it's a pantsuit, but I don't want to get my hopes up. And then the dance started, and I was like, oh my god, it's a pantsuit! (laughs) 
So I was really excited at the beginning. Um, I wanted a little bit more lightness to some of her movements. I thought her frame looked gorgeous. Great body contact between them. Great rise and fall. She truly is just so beautiful when she dances. Mm-hmm. I loved right when it ends. You see her say to Max, I was so nervous. And then, like, in her, you know, backstage interviews and stuff, she's like, oh, my God, I was so nervous. It's, it's very cute and endearing. Is it weird that just the the look on your face, it wasn't, like, an accurate Aaron voice, but, like, the look. And I was like, oh, my God, you're Aaron Andrews for a minute. <gasps> Thank you. That is the highest compliment I can be paid. Um. So I, I liked this. Uh-huh. And again, they have a connection, but it's not love. And in this Viennese waltz, I wanted love. Yeah. And they yeah. didn't sell it to me. And you could tell she was nervous. She looked oh, yeah. stressed a lot of times. Yeah. Um, But I mean, I liked it a lot. Uh, the judges score at all nines. Unfortunately, Bruno holds up a 10, which leads them to, like, scream. And then Erin is very funny when she's like, no, you have to give it to us. Yeah. No, you held it up. It counts. <laughs> which I thought was really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. For her last dance of the semifinals, she does a paso. I understand in their how did you get to be here package. Mm-hmm. They had to talk about the stalker. Mm-hmm. What a weird choice for the semifinals. Uh, again, just like how making Derek's injury the entirety of Nicole's first package of the semifinals, mm-hmm. the majority of Aaron's how did I get to be here package is finally about the stalker. And I'm like, it feels so weird if you're going to talk about it to talk about it now, this late in the game. I disagree, because I think the point of discussing it was to to show that she had been victimized, mm. and they framed it in such a way of, I am not letting this control me, and I am mm-hmm. showing that, like, this does not define me, and look at how I've grown from this. So I felt like because of the way that they wanted to present it, it was the perfect way to do it, where she's essentially saying, I know you've all been waiting for this, and there's a reason I didn't want to discuss it sooner. Uh, Yes, and I agree. I think the way they framed it is great. Everything you Mm -hmm. just said is exactly right. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's almost like if you're going to talk about it at all, don't do it right before the end. I wouldn't have been mad if they didn't talk about it. Yeah. Uh, But, like, I also get that you have to do it in this package if you haven't talked about it yet this season. So, like... What's so wrong with talking about it right before the end? I guess I don't know why that's wrong. Because for me, I think... Why I don't like it is it puts so much of the focus back on this big moment when we haven't talked about it before. It would be like somebody, I don't know, let's say somebody had done their, I I know there are contestants in the show who like have had injuries where they thought Mm -hmm. they like couldn't walk again or something. Imagine Mm -hmm. if they hadn't talked about it until the like semifinals the last thing we see of them and they're like oh yeah this like major storyline and like a a part of the reason i came on the show and did this like blah 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 and my storyline this season hasn't been about this and now i tell you oh yeah i'm doing this to like prove that i can like do this because i've been learning to like that i'm just like if you want it to be because it's going to swallow up all the air Mm mm-hmm and and because this hasn't been Aaron's story, I'm like, then don't talk about the stalker. Or pepper it in earlier and do it exactly the same way and talk about it as like, I am not being defined by this. I'm not a victim and move on. And then we don't have to talk about it again. Yeah, I can like, I like get it. It's I, just I like just... at this point, it feels too major. I guess I don't mind it because I feel like she, 
I think it can make sense that, like in a storytelling way because she has gotten to control her narrative and she's gotten to present you know such yeah. a light bubbly persona and like has really gotten like into our hearts and so I think it's nice that you don't play this card until the end and uh, but I, I I I don't know yeah, I just fear, again, I just fear that it becomes, like, too big in this moment now that mm-hmm. you're finally talking about it. That's just where I'm at. But uh, I, I don't know. I I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. But I, I, didn't, I didn't love it. I didn't love mm-hmm. this choice. Yeah, I didn't love the Paso either, so it is unfortunate that we're, like, having to end here. Um, I just was not a big fan of the dance itself um I wasn't getting like the strength that I wanted out of her I thought that she wasn't quite in like the Spanish frame that she needed to be I think her hips needed to be a little bit further forward um I thought it could have been stronger her arms were sometimes weak yeah however (laughs) I loved this I love this. Good for you. It was so unexpected because, like, it's a paso. Mm -hmm. And they put in, like, a fun flavor. Like, she Mm -hmm. was smiling. She was just a delight through it, but it still felt like a paso. Mm -hmm. It was. She has come alive, and it's made. It put me on, like, I am Team Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. America. America's idol. America's idol. Erin Andrews. She's so good. She's so good. But then it's like, okay. No, I know. She isn't. I know. But she isn't Nicole. I know. But I want her to have it. I want her to win. I know. I want her to win. (laughs) There. I said it. Like, I don't want her to win, but, like, I do. But I do. But I really do. Um, This scores a 29, Len gives it the 9, and Max is so over it. Katie, it is happening, and it's so horrifying to watch. Um, She scores 56 out of 60 for this week. It's interesting that it's happening, like, with her specifically, too, because I just he does have to kind of, like, keep it in line mm-hmm. with her. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just that, like, you can tell no matter what, it's just going to be Max is going to continue being Max. And so it's not that it's, like, yeah. this is the first signs of it, but it's just, like, oh boy, we are really accelerating down this path. Yeah. And I don't like it, but also I'm not mad at it because it means we're going to get season 18. <laughs> Yep. So, Katie, obviously the right people went home. In a perfect world, right. who is third place next week? Okay, I have to do this in two separate ways because I have to do it based. I have my, like, dance. Like, I have my right answer, and then I have what I want in my heart. Then just give me what is in your heart. Okay, and third place, I'm going to go Nicole and Derek. <gasps> Second? Evan and Anna. And your winner? Max and Aaron. Yeah. For me, it is Evan and Anna third. I I can't say it, but I want to. Say it. Okay, I'll do it. Second place is Nicole and Derek, and first place is Aaron Andrews. You're goddamn right. You're goddamn right. Like, it's not right. right, and I'm not actually... I'm going to be very happy, it turns out, with Nicole, which I yeah. never thought. I never thought. Here we are. Um, who gets your jaunty Seven? I didn't think about that. I will be giving I'll give it to Nicole and Derek. I'll give it to Nicole choice. and Derek. Even though yeah. they had some disappointing ones as well, because everybody had some mixed bag dances, but I am going yeah. with the dance of my heart. I am going with Evan Lysacek. An excellent, that excellent Dob- That Pasa Doble overrides anything else. It's incredible. 
Well, we are reaching our hard out time, so that's perfect. Mm-hmm. So if you have a hard time letting us go, please make sure that you subscribe so that you always hear what we have to say. Uh, you can rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and you can find us on any podcatchers, which you can also recommend to your friends. If you want to interact with us and you want to know why Chris had a heart out, you can tweet us at JMPPod. You can find us on Facebook at Just Meaningful Plastic or on Instagram at JMP.Pod. It's not as exciting as what you think. I have to work. Yeah. It's not about the... It's not about... <laughs> now they're never going to tweet us. <laughs> well, if they want to know what's been very hard to guess what's happened to me... Yeah. Then they can tweet. It's so hard. We've made it very unclear what's happening. Oh. No one can read between these, these lines. Katie, I love you and I like him. <laughs> Okay, we were at karaoke last night, and so he loves Wicked, he loves Wicked, and so I did not tell him that I signed up for Popular, and he just, like, lost it as soon as it started, and I was like, yep, I did this for you, and I just, like, stared at him the whole time, and it was just really cute. Also, he's good at singing. So cute, I love that so much. Chris, I hear you when I see you. And please, stay tuned for an all-new episode of that Alyssa Milano sitcom that I don't remember the title of coming up next. No one cares. Bye.